You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios... Here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad, Kaylee, and Joey. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 783, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades and more podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Vicky for a free quote at 636-373-4497, also known as MOM. Since 2013, we've spent Christmas at Disney World. Now this year, we went to Disney in October, so we won't be visiting Disney at Christmas. We thought it'd be fun to relive with you our Christmas vacations so you can hear what a great place Disney is at Christmas. Plus, we can relive all the Disney magic that we had over the past few years. So, Dad, why don't you kick us off? In 2013, Kaylee was still in marching band, and visiting Disney World in the fall was not an option because of that. And Vic asked if we could try Christmas at Disney World. So, obviously, we loved it because it became one of our traditions for eight Christmases in a row. So... Of course, 2013 was a very interesting adventure. So, Vic, I'll let you continue on. The first year um, that we were at Disney World, it was not as busy as the years that have followed. Um, Now, we tease that people heard us talk about it on here, so that's why. I really don't know why. But um, I do remember that we made Joey and, and Brad get up at Satan's hour. Kaylee and I got up at 4.30. They did not so that we could make sure we were all at the bus stop by 6 a.m. because we wanted to be at Magic Kingdom by 6.30 because we heard there was a special opening of the park kind of thing at the Magic Kingdom. So we did that. We were the only family at the bus stop and we were the only family on the bus, which now we realize was an amazing thing after so many years of going at Christmas. I don't know that we'll see that ever again. Me either. Ever on a bus alone? I don't know about that. I just mean... Not at Christmas, not on Christmas Day, no. I was excited about the Mickey's Christmas Day Parade that was live on ABC every year, or so we thought. And <laughs> we were not the only ones that thought that because when you falsely advertise on TV that your parade is live, like, what are people supposed to think? We didn't, we did not find the live badge on the parade. When we went back and watched it, we didn't find that live badge on there. It's very much advertised to look like it. I understand where that confusion was, but it, it it never was advertised as live. It is live from Disney World, but it's pre-taped. They make it seem as though it's done on Christmas Day. And so back then, I think now it's way more well-known that it's pre-filmed. But back then, people didn't know that. And so people like us thought, like, this is happening now because that's what they do on Thanksgiving Day. Like, it's live, like, from the parade. And on New Year's Eve, everything's live. So on Christmas Day, we thought, why is it not the same? And so that's one of the reasons we got there so early. And 
like obviously as the events of the day like panned out of the morning we realized like nobody was lining up there was obviously no setup for a stage like there was no way any of this was going to happen that day and i mean i like pouted for the whole morning i pouted probably longer than i would now but i would still pout about it we were waiting on the curb for like two and a half hours i think i don't think we waited the whole two and a half hours because that but at that point that family from new york was there with 20 people they had traveled from New York in a vehicle, our vehicles. They had not flown. At least we had flown. We didn't drive. That was crazy to me. I was crushed because I was just like, seriously, like, why would they make it seem like that? Because I'm like, I don't even care that it's not happening live. Like, it's enough to me that it happened in the park. But why would you do that to people when you're advertising for people to come at this time of year? And like, why would you not make that clear? because now you have disappointed people. And I think they probably are better about it now that enough people have had that experience. So there were a lot of highlights to this year. Um, we're just gonna like take turns talking about what those highlights were, things that we saw, things that we loved, things that have gone away, we wish were still there, that kind of stuff. So Joey can go first. This year, Animal Kingdom still had Mickey's Jungle Christmas Parade. They hadn't gotten rid of that yet. So a family was chosen to ride in the parade. So. If you've ever been to Animal Kingdom, do you guys remember this? I remember how tightly it was because when you when you do a parade anywhere, the streets get crowded. Mm -hmm. I think that's why they finally got rid of it. But they used to have a parade once a day at Animal Kingdom. And I wish they would bring it back, but I'm not sure that, you know, it will ever come back because that's just like bottlenecks. So they had like a double decker parade float and it wasn't a bus. It looked like a car. Like Goofy drove it and they had picked a family. I mean, it's stuff like they used to do at Magic Kingdom too and they, and they don't do anymore, but they chose a family and the family got to be like the lead of the parade. And then they had all these like animal floats or people walking through, but it was a very fond memory for me. I'm sorry if you don't remember it. I apologize, but. I remember it. I just don't miss it because it's too tiny of a park to do it. I think them having the like stages set throughout the park and then they've got the little like performances i think that's plenty if they did that more with like holiday characters that would be fun more like holiday little dance pop-ups with characters in holiday wear would be fun maybe they do that and we've just not seen it but i know they do it with goofy and donald i i have not really seen it with any of the other ones not at that park anyway that's plenty for me the parade there i just remember it being very tight the temperatures were cold that was stark for us temperatures were in the 40s in the morning and highs were in the 60s that was one thing so that's kind of chilly for florida 40s they think that's really really cold people were busting out in the winter coats i think that was funny for us because we thought it was so great for it to be those temperatures not blistering not to say those didn't come at another time <laughs> Just food-wise, there was a lot of places. Some of them we discovered for the first time, but some of them were like we had only been there for the, it was only like our first or second time being, our second or third time being there, I guess. It was our first time eating at the Sci-Fi Dine-In, which we discovered, that's when dad discovered their really good steak. Oh yeah. And we had our Christmas dinner at Turf Club. You remember that, Joey? Turf Club? I'm not familiar, no. Mac and cheese, lobster mac and cheese. Where was that at? at Saratoga Springs. Saratoga Springs. You have to take a boat to get there, right? Yeah, it's the one that like connects to Disney Springs. I think I do know that one. That would have been downtown Disney at the time, wouldn't it? Yeah. Dang. 
We ate at Wolfgang Puck Express, which is no longer at Disney Springs. Womp, womp, womp. But we did eat there. We ate at Cape May Cafe. We still eat there today. Saw the gingerbread carousel while we were there. We ate at Ohana twice. We ate breakfast there at the beginning of our trip and the end of our trip. That was a Joey request. One thing I do remember also was the backlot tour, which unfortunately is no longer. You kind of got to see the the inner workings of some of the things, and you know you got to see the Disney Disney's plane, and they kind of took you through some of the the relics of Disney that were still on site there. And I'm kind of sad that they don't do that anymore. It was it was kind of one of the last parts of original like MGM Studios. I kind of think it's the the motorized version of one man's dream. You know, it's it's kind of that thing where you're just looking at all Disney things. It's kind of like you're walking through one man's dream, except you're riding on a bus. But they got rid of that. So no longer, no more back lot tour. Yeah, I think this trip really shows like how different Hollywood Studios is now. Yeah. Because not only did it have like Lights, Motors, Action, the back lot tour, where the like meet the Star Wars characters is now, the like launch bay, it's now... It was like the animation studio back then where you could meet all the characters after you did like the tour, but you can go in the back way and you could meet a bunch of characters at once. Sometimes there were like six to eight characters back there at a time and that's not there anymore. And that particular year is right before Wreck-It Ralph or maybe it had just come out and you got to meet Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. Yeah, it had just come out like the year before, I think, 2012. Mm -hmm. That sounds right. And the Osborne lights were at Hollywood Studios still. So that was our first time seeing those because we had never been at Christmas time. So Hollywood Studios was really like, I think that shows the change. Yeah, and I, and that was yeah, that was interesting to me because of, of the things that were wrong with Hollywood Studios, and there was a lot wrong with Hollywood Studios at the time. I don't think Backlot Tour and Lights, Motors, Action was the issue with Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I don't understand we got rid of these um, the dance parties. Those were around for a few Christmases while we were there where they would bring out the characters in front of uh, Grandma's Chinese Theater where Mickey's Runaway Railway is now. There's nothing to say that they couldn't do that still. You know, where they had the little DJ and they played music and we got to dance with the characters. Yeah, I just think that's fun. I don't really know why they got rid of that. Well, I'm assuming it's because it's destroying the view of the Chinese Theater. Because like before, in 2013, at that point, they still had the, the hat up, right? Yes. So at that point, it's like you're not killing the view of the theater because the hat's already the in hat's front of the theater. That. So it doesn't really matter. But the Jingle Cruise we did. Yeah, first, I'm honestly surprised. We made, what was this? This was like our fourth trip, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like our fourth time to Disney, and we finally, this is the first time we went on Jingle Cruise. Well, but we hadn't been there at Christmas before. We, we... I was thinking this was our first Jungle Cruise at all. Sorry. Yeah, this is our first Jingle Cruise. And for people who don't know, they just change a vowel and it becomes Jingle Cruise for Christmas. Yeah, but they change the jokes. And I ju- yeah, they do change the jokes. And I just had my, my first experience in 10 years, not on the Jingle Cruise. Like I hadn't ridden the Jungle Cruise in 10 years, the regular Jungle Cruise, because it's been that long since we had gone. So I just got to ride that again. That was fun. I didn't realize you hadn't rode it any other time. I rode it before. I, I've only gone at Christmas uh, up until this last October. Well, Joey, you need to change that. So then um, we get, then this, of course, became our tradition. So now it's 2014. We went, we're now cha- we stayed at a different resort because that was Pop Century. This time we stayed at Caribbean Beach Resort, which 
is a small upgrade from a value resort. Um, and Joey, I don't know if that's your favorite resort. Well, now I know it's Polynesian. But at the time, <laughs> Joey, don't you think that was probably one of your favorite resorts because of the hammocks? Yes. Like Joey claimed a hammock when we got there. If you've never been to Korean Beach, and he just would go and lay on it at night. Sometimes he'd lay on it in the morning. Um, fast forward to 2020 when, um, no, what year? 2021 when we went with Missy Angela, Kaylee, and she tried to sit on the hammock like Joey and it just didn't work out for her. Um, but one of the things that I did notice, and I think that's every resort now, but we didn't notice this the first year that we went there at Christmas. We had Christmas Mickey and Santa at our resort that year. I mean, I distinctly remember seeing them. I did not remember seeing them at Pop Century and maybe you guys did. I remember seeing Mickey and Minnie in their Christmas sweater outfits like the night we got there. We went to the boardwalk like when we flew in and then we like just happened to go up there and there was like no line. It was crazy. Mickey and Minnie, again, this was like before Christmas time was super busy. It was a little more busy than the previous year, but not like extremely when you compare it to today. And there was like no line and we just walked up and got pictures with them. It was the craziest thing. Now to look back, it's almost like we were at the park by ourselves at that point. I feel like a lot of our experiences now can be compared to like when you pick up your baby for the last time, you like don't know it's the last time until you look back and you're like, that's the last time I picked up my kid. Like, like you just didn't know it was that until now we're looking at it and we're like, what the heck? Because we just had no concept of this was like the good times. Right. Well, we came back from that trip and we were just talking it up to everybody. We took our friends, the Hans, back with us that year. We introduced the Hans to Yak and Yetis and the dining plan, which I'm a big fan of Yak and Yetis. I'm excited to go there again next time we go. And do you remember why Anthony was so excited about Yak and Yetis? Why Anthony was so excited? Uh, was there steak? Yes, there was. There was steak. That's that, Joey, was, that was my Joey best guess. It. And he, anytime there was steak, the dining plan is paying for itself. So Anthony was always excited about the the steak. I remember that. Yeah, it, it's good. I have to agree. And this was the first time we saw the Frozen sing along, right? Yes, it was um, American Idol until then. Wow, I didn't realize the Frozen sing along was this old though. Yeah. Oh, they got on it. They got on it. Had to capitalize on that. They knew it was going to be big. Yeah, at this point it was a year old, and now it is It is pushing 10. <laughs> I think it came out in like November or October. Of 2013. Of 2013, and it was already huge by the end of that year. Yeah. Like they had already had, had it in the castle projection. Well, we, yeah, because we didn't even see that movie till we got home. We're like, what's this from? And Kayla's like, oh, I think it's from that new Frozen movie. And I was like, wow, I haven't even seen it yet. Then we came home, and then it was like, And then this year we also did the Epcot's Candlelight Processional on Christmas Eve. And the speaker that year was Isabella Rossellini. She did a great job. Is there anything I would know her from? I was trying to think of a movie that you would know her from. And that was the hardest thing for me watching this is. You don't know this movie, but she was in Death Becomes Her. Death Becomes Her. That's Meryl Streep. Yes. And, And Goldie Hawn. She's the lady that she's the lady they go to for the elixir of life. Yes, I, I've heard of that movie. I remember this year because at this point I was a senior in high school. Joe, that puts Joey at a freshman, and then Josiah was like 
seventh grade or something because we went with the Hans. Right. And so, which is wild because now we're all like way full grown adults. And I just remember because we were on the dining plan, like we were getting Starbucks so much because like when you're at that age, like we were all so hyped to get Starbucks with snack points. Like I was getting coffee, like the frilly coffee. Now I drink like real coffee, but I was getting frilly stuff. But the boys were getting like the Frappuccinos with no coffee and they were loving every second of it. Vanilla bean. That's what I remember was them getting the venti coffees because you could get them for a snack point. One of the most iconic pictures of me and Josiah looking very, very little with that coffee. Yeah, is you guys holding those coffees. One of my favorite memories is Christmas Eve. And I guess the Dark Sky app was pretty new to phones at that point, or not many people knew about it because I know that the band people kept asking your dad, what does your Dark Sky say, Brad? Because it was so accurate, still is today, even to seconds. But we were down, we were sitting down for dinner and we were supposed to stay for fireworks that night. And Brad just happened to look at Dark Sky and noticed that in 45 minutes, there was gonna be a downpour. And we, one thing you should always do when going to Disney is pack your raincoats or an umbrella with you. It's uh, my grandma always said, if you bring your umbrella or raincoats, it won't rain. And so we had them with us in the backpack and we hightailed it over to the back entrance, which now everybody knows about because that's where the Skyliner is. But at the time, it was pretty hidden. Yeah. A lot of people did not know unless they were staying at one like Boardwalk or Yacht and Beach Club. And so we get there, we get on the boat. We put on our raincoats. Well, people are looking at us like we have lost our minds. And it wasn't... It was two minutes. Yeah, it was not very long. And all of a sudden, it's a downpour. But we had so much fun, and we have some really cool pictures of us in our raincoats. We made our own fun in the rain. Another cool thing that happened, Kaylee, was Christmas morning. I didn't know if you want to talk about this because I know I liked it, but I think you really enjoyed it because you like to do hair and makeup. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Like, I was happy we got to go in there. Is that Emma and Sophia Han were young enough at that time. They did the Bippity Boppity Boutique. And when we when I started going, I was 12. Like, at that point, I could have done the Bippity Boppity, but we were, we were so, like, uh, we were uneducated in Disney and... So we just, you know, didn't know anything about the Bibbidi Boppity back then. But like when you check in, they're like, yes, your fairy godmother is waiting for you. And then they took it over and the whole thing is about them. Like they don't really pay attention to the parents, which is good because that's not what you're paying for. You're paying for your child to be treated like a princess. Yeah, I just liked that I got to watch it because otherwise you can't go in. Like I couldn't just be like, can I just go in and watch them? But like, it was very fun to just watch them do their hair and makeup and nails. Cause I mean, that's something I enjoy watching on YouTube still. Like I still have YouTubers that I watch that they they have other things that they do. Like they talk about lifestyle things and they talk about other things, but a lot of them are like, get ready with me. It's like that I watch in the morning when I get ready and they're just doing their makeup, they're doing their hair. And I still like doing that, but it was cool to watch it in person and they're doing it on little girls. So that's very different. But yeah, I do remember that. And this trip was the trip where the Han family got to first experience the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. The kids all loved it. It's a fun ride. It, it was pretty new at the time as well. And um, Anthony, <laughs> we got a, we have a very quality video and picture of Anthony on this ride as he falls down that big hill screaming because we may have convinced him that it was less intense than he believed it was. His expression in the picture is priceless. He's about to lose his lunch. 
Anthony does not do ride. Like he does not do rides at all. Like nothing. He'll do like the Little Mermaid. He'll get sick if he looks at the teacups wrong. So I'm not sure how we persuaded him to get on this ride. Sophia wanted him to. he loves his girls. Yep, he loves the girls. Okay. It was because of the girls. It had nothing to do with that. And the best part of all was Sophia. She was psyched. She was so excited she got to ride that ride. And so there was no way that he was not going to ride that. And he rode it again. You guys all went and rode Space Mountain one morning. And I think... um, dad stayed back at the resort which didn't very happen very much or something because he joined us later but you kids went and rode space mountain yeah josiah joey and kaylee went and i waited in line with the girls and heather and anthony i could see his face the whole time he didn't want to do it again but he was not about to tell sophia that he was not going to do it so he rode it yet again during the same trip wow just hilarious yeah This is also the year we met up with our band friends and one of mom's former second grade students to eat dinner. And that was our first time ever eating at Via Napoli in Italy. And that was very good pizza. I'm a big fan of that. I don't, I think we've only eaten in Via Napoli like twice, maybe three times. I can only recall two. So then um, keeping in mind, we also saw the Osborne Spectacle of Light still at Disney or at Hollywood Studios, still amazing. And something that I, I wish there was a way for Hollywood Studios, and you guys can say what you want after I say this statement. Um, I wish that Hollywood Studios could have kept the old and added on Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Toy, uh, yeah, Toy Story Land, because there's elements that I miss tremendously at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and I also just, I don't know what it is, but I feel like that park is just always busy. No matter where you're at in the park, there's always just people because there's not enough, there's not enough places for people to be. Mm -hmm. And like, so why would they have gotten rid of things when they could have just built on if they had the space instead of changing it? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Toy Story Land was a real confusing one to me because Toy Story Land, to me, is consists of three rides, one of which was not new, one of which is garbage, and I don't know anyone that really likes it, that, like, alien space ranger, like, the spin thing. Kids like, like it, it. It's like, it's teacups, but not even as good as teacups. It's more like the Luigi ride in, um... Disneyland. Cars. Or... In Disneyland. There's, like, a Cars ride that's similar to it. Mm-hmm. So, to me, when they opened Toy Story Land, it really felt more like they opened a new roller coaster with some theming around the roller coaster. And then they also happened to tack on like a little teacups-esque ride. So that was a bit confusing for me when they did that. Well, and they also have, I mean, like you have to consider the bathrooms. I think those bathrooms are very well themed and the lunchbox. I think the lunchbox was a great idea, but the seating was horrendous. Also, I think they are adding another ride to Toy Story Land, right? They're adding another restaurant. Mm. Yeah, Jesse's barbecue. But again, like things can be improved and oh, that's not what this show's for. But anyway. Yeah, we could spend a whole time on what got taken away and we wish was still there. So the next Christmas, 2015, this time we brought our friends the fix with us because um, Natalie, their daughter, was turning 18 and that's what she said she wanted to do for her 18th birthday. Uh, we again stayed at the Caribbean Beach Resort and Joey claimed his favorite hammock upon arrival. That, be, that was like a thing for Joey. We always took pictures of Joey in his hammock. And I think if he could have slept outside, he might have, although that was prior to them putting up the fences. Might not have been there in the morning. Yeah, he might have been someone's dinner. 
but this was a little bit different than years past. We we did some of the same things that we had done in, in other things. But one thing that Kaylee and I tried out that year was when we got tired at Epcot and at Hollywood Studios, instead of going all the way back to the resort, we took the friendship boats and went to the beach at Beach and Yacht Club or Yacht and Beach Club. And we took naps on the beach on, in a lounge chair. Do you remember that, Kaylee? Because you're looking at me like I've lost my mind. Yeah, I remember. That was very cool. We did our annual candlelight processional for the Christmas Eve service. I want to say that that was the year that Michael W. Smith was there, but I could be wrong. Or Stephen Curtis Chapman. Um, I believe this is the one that I didn't feel good. And Joey went back to the room with me and you and Kaylee stayed. Does that sound right to you guys? That, yeah, I think that's right. I had felt bad most of the Christmas Eve services. I didn't see the candlelight processional until like 2019, I think. Disney Springs, that, this was the first trip where it was Disney Springs. It was downtown Disney prior to this. And so this is when I remember we were having a really hard time like processing that. And it looked very different. It was also very much under construction, if I remember 2015, right? Yeah, there were a lot of walls like... Felt like Epcot does now. Yeah, there were a lot of walls up. Like, you could still walk in a lot of places, um, but we ate at the Sci-Fi Dine-In. Again, we took the fix with us. Again, there was a lot in Hollywood Studios. We did a photo shoot with Woody and Buzz, which was in Hollywood Studios at that time. Like, it was across from Toy Story Midway Mania because it used to be in that building that is now just, like, vacant. They don't use it for anything, or if they do, it's not open to the public. It makes me sad. And we did that whole photo shoot with like, it was me, Joey, Natalie, and Jacob did the photo shoot with them. We did Rock and Roller Coaster. And that's like one of my favorite pictures ever on Rock and Roller Coaster. Cause Natalie like had, they bought her like a crown for her birthday and tied ribbon to it. So they we braided it into her hair. Like I braided it for her into her hair. So she was able to keep it on, but she was holding it in the picture. And it seriously, like it reminds me of a, a cover like it could be a cover of like princess diaries or something that's what it always reminds me of because she's screaming like but she's smiling while screaming and she's holding on to the tiara so it really looks like she was filming a movie poster or something like a coming of age princess and this was also the last year for the osborne's family spectacle of dancing lights at hollywood studios that was one of our favorites we really like that and it was also our first time of eating at California Grill, which is on top of the Contemporary Resort, on Christmas night. And Joey, I believe you had homemade ramen noodles. That was the year I started opening up to spicy foods, so. I remember that. Had some spicy ramen. That was like as the meal that I remember Joey like branched out. Like it was always just literally the stereotypical child food. Chicken tenders, chicken mac and cheese. Chicken fingers, mac and cheese. Like he did not branch out at all. And when he ordered that, I was like, wow. I was sad to see it wasn't there the next year. Yes, that was sad when we went back and you were like, dang it, I want that. And I was sad for you because it was the first thing you ever branched out on. And let me tell you, if you're going to branch out, that's a place to branch out. Yeah, because even you ate stuff, Brad, that normally you wouldn't because that chef created it so beautifully on a plate. Like they had mushed up vegetables that you would have died if we told you you were going to eat it. Yeah, they just make it taste so good. It's so, so good. So we had been to Magic Kingdom on the 27th, but Natalie decided she wanted to go to Magic Kingdom uh, and she wanted a picture with the castle and her tiara. So on the 28th, we went to Magic Kingdom to get birthday pics by the castle. 
and we actually ran into Angela and Jamie Pickle in the morning and got pics because they were there. Uh, went to Hollywood Studios and then back to Magic Kingdom that evening. Closed it out about 1 a.m. That's back when the magic hours lasted until, well, into the morning. I remember we were on the People Mover at 1 in the morning looking down and there was like no one in the park. The coolest part that I remember about her birthday was when they had the nighttime parade, the electrical parade, and she had her button on and there were so few people because this is midnight. So this I remember distinctly there was we had the best seats ever for that parade. And I remember that the prince um, like blew Natalie kiss and said happy birthday to her. Cinderella said happy birthday to her the characters that can't talk they were like motioning to her button and making a heart and I just remember how excited she got by that that was worth a million dollars to me because even with her turning 18 you could tell how excited she was by that yeah like there were like 12 characters at least and just so listeners aren't under the wrong impression the characters aren't that magical they don't just know when your birthday is you usually wear a button, they give you a button that says happy birthday, and they're trained to spot that. And so that's, they can spot them from their floats in the parade. And so they'll just call out to you sometimes, happy birthday. If they can, and if they can see your name, they'll even name you. So that's pretty cool. Well, I remember that was the day we had matching shirts on, Natalie and I did, that had our names on them, like really big in sparkly letters. So I think a couple of them, like the face characters did say her name because it was very blatant, like on her shirt. Yeah. Um, so a couple of them even said her name. But even still, I love when they say princess or prince. Happy birthday, princess. Happy birthday, prince. If they see it, that's, it's very cool. Even as an adult, it is cool. I'm sorry. It just doesn't get more magical like that. So the year after that in 2016, it was kind of weird for us because I don't know if you guys remember that, but it's not that like we didn't know what to do. We knew what to do and we knew where we wanted to go eat and those kinds of things had been worked out at that point, but we didn't have another family with us. And so then we were back to the four of us again. Not that that's a bad thing, but it was just different. Yeah, I, at this point we were like, we didn't feel like pros necessarily, but this was our fourth Christmas. And so we felt like we had a good handle on how to be there at this time of year, like how to avoid the crowds and when, what time to go do things that and when it was the best time to go here and there. But I do remember that feeling of like, we had gone with families the past, like the prior two years. And so we kind of forgot what it was like to just go with the four of us. Cause it is fun to go with other people. And like, especially now, not that I don't enjoy going with you guys, but we've gone so many times with just the four of us. I enjoy going with other people, but now, especially that Joey and I are so old, it like, lends itself to being like we can even go off like individually the four of us because we've done it so much together if we go on a trip with the four of us if there's something that just one of us wants to do usually we're all just like okay you go do that and then we'll meet you here right and we're fine with that so nothing spectacular we did eat again in 2016 um at the california grill for christmas that year and um joey did venture out I also believe that's the year that we got sushi and uh, Joey tried sushi and decided that that would be okay for him. He would be okay eating some sushi. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's when our love of sushi, speaking of which, I'd love to have some right now. Anyways. And so then from there, for the next few years, Vic, we kind of 
you know, we got the swing of, we got into the swing of things, got into the hang of it, kind of knew how to do Christmas at Disney. So we're not going to recap all those details starting right. in 2017 through 2020. We won't go through all those details, but just a couple of highlights along the way. 2017, we did do the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party before the prices got out of control. I remember back then, though, we thought like it was expensive. Yeah, because it was $120 because it was the last night that it was open before Christmas. Yeah. When you think that's expensive compared to what it is today, yeah, you know how things have gone up. But we loved it. We thought it was fun. Um, But yeah, I think because we've done it now, though, I don't feel like I would have to do that again. Correct. And then 2018, that's the year that the Hans came back with us for another Christmas trip. And that was a fun one. Everybody's a little older, kind of new had a feel for kind of their favorites at that point since they had already been there so we kind of made sure to hit those and unfortunately that was the trip that heather and josiah got sick that's right and so they missed out on some adventures with us but don't worry because anthony got to go with us at yak and yeti and have another steak to that he that he had been dreaming about since the last time we taught took him to yak and yeti and to the uh frozen sing-along as well yes yes he was missing it I'm sure he was just dying to go see. Oh, yeah, he's, he loved it. Yeah. In 2019, we did the New Year's Eve Eve party, which that was, like, super fun. I yes. think because it was something I wasn't expecting. I think this year I was, like, kind of sick. Yes. For some reason, I feel like I was sick that year. I don't know what was up, but I just was not feeling great that night. It didn't last. Like, I was fine the next day. I don't know what it was, but I just remember being off that night. But I still remember the atmosphere was cool, like because they have the DJ right in the front of the castle and they're like blasting music down Main Street. And it's pretty much like a club, but it's like a club where everybody's a nerd. And that's like the place to be for me. It's a, ra- it's a rave for Disney families is what it is. Which is so fun. It really was fun. And they had they had a like sing-along version over in Frontierland, like, and then they had some in Tomorrowland. There were DJs all over the park, but it's Disney's way of being able to celebrate the new year with two for two nights. So some people, if you didn't come back on New Year's Eve, you felt like you had been there. Although I will say, I remember that the Han, I mean, excuse me, the fix went because we left that year that they were with us and they stayed on that actual New Year's Eve. And I saw the picture somebody took from Cinderella's room it was crazy people we would not do that now we that's that would be too much peopling for us after the whole 2020 adventure yeah, yeah. It, it just it makes my heart race right now just thinking about that many people i will take the uh, polynesian balcony thank you yeah i mean speaking of 2020 like we didn't even go to the parks that year obviously everything changed we that was when we brought uh grandma with us like we were in the bubble with her and took her to the restaurants and the resorts and we took her to Disney Springs, but it was kind of nice because then we were able to break her in a little bit before we were just like, okay, we're going hard, like right now. So yeah, this is the year we were not in the bubble, but we were Disney bubble adjacent. Yes, we stayed off property, but we were like going in and out of the bubble frequently. We're frequenting the bubble. We were more in the bubble than out. Yes. It wasn't even that sad to not go to the parks, except for the one time we we (laughs) wanted to show her. We wanted to show grandma the front of the park, which, of course, was funny because at that point. Under construction. The train station wasn't even there. 
it was just uh, like a like wood frame and then canvas with a picture of what the train station is supposed to look like because it was all under construction. Um, but that that was the only time it was sad we weren't going into the park is when we were standing at the entrance to Magic Kingdom and it's like, yeah, we're not going in. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we now, especially that we're older, we appreciate just being in the bubble, like not going to the parks. You could, like I've said that so much in recent times, like I could easily go with friends and just do like a Disney trip around the resorts. Like we could do the bars in the resorts. We could do the restaurants. We could just do the shopping. Like there's so much to do. You don't even have to go to the park. And I think this was the trip that really solidified that when we realized, yeah, we weren't in the parks and it was kind of sad, but we really didn't miss it as much as we thought we would. There were no lines. The one thing that I thought about this trip, Kaylee, was how frustrated you get when people are about to ram us with their strollers and stuff and how we didn't have to deal with that. And I just remember your, um, just your personality and everything was completely different that Christmas because you didn't have to deal with the crazy. Yeah. It, yeah, it was much nicer, for sure. This is the trip that I'll always remember, you know, like the story of the Bible where God takes his people right up to the brink of the promised lands, even lets them look over and see into it. But he says, nope, you're not going in. That's what I feel like this was. It's like, no, nope, we got all the way to the actual gate of Magic Kingdom and like, nope, not going to go in. Don't have ticket. <laughs> Oh, that that was a that was the only time Joey and I kind of looked at each other and we were like, well, this is a little um, <laughs> disappointing. Yeah. Now, see, we did that this year, Dad and I. We did. But I didn't feel sad about it. Yeah, it was different. We knew we were there just to enjoy ourselves, and not that we wouldn't have enjoyed ourselves in the park, but it was a new way to enjoy something that we love. Also, Vicky goes all the time. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoiler alert. So does Kaylee. Not as much as Vicky. Vicky's been working a lot more years than Kaylee. That's fair. Okay. Touche. Um, but after that, then we jumped forward a year. Then we actually got to take grandma in the park, which was special in 2021. That was her first time in the park. And so we got to take her. There were a bunch of new like experiences she got obviously in the park, but we also got to take her to some new restaurants. She hadn't been to Chef Mickey's. We got to take her to Ohana, Kate May Cafe. Yeah, we hadn't been to Chef Mickey's. Yeah, like there were a couple things we got to experience with her that were also firsts for us. And I think she was, that was one of the things for her that solidified the, the grandeur of everything because she was like, there are still things you people have not done. Like, and we had gone for so many years because she had always wondered like, and she always asked like, why do you keep going back? But then when she realized there were still things that we hadn't done when we went with her, she realized just the the scheme of everything, like how big it all was, how much there is to do, how you could literally go every year and not do everything. Because even if you were going a couple times a year, you can't do everything because it's constantly changing and there's just not enough time. Even people that come from other countries for their, what do they call it, their holiday for yeah. 14 to 21 days, they can't even do everything unless they weren't going to sleep and even then i don't know if it's possible because there's just always something that you can do new adventures even just the amount of restaurants alone requires like a month to get it all to get even close to all of the restaurants done 
and that's even if you're not even eating the full meal you could split meals between multiple people so you can have like four or five a day you're still gonna take like a month to get through all those restaurants yeah not to mention you're only having one item at this restaurant and most of the items are constantly changing at restaurants so it yeah it's just a constant revolving wheel so i don't know um at this point in our juncture we probably we know we're not going this christmas because we just went in october like joey told us at the beginning of the show and then next year projectedly right now we're supposed to be going on a cruise for your cousin's graduation late graduation present so i don't know it might be a couple christmases maybe things will change at disney i don't know but um we just wanted to share with you our love of disney and the great times that we've had over the christmases and it can be done most importantly though please don't try to go from sun up to sundown that's when meltdowns happen i think we talked about or i talked on that last week with matt do disney in a way that works for your family so that you still love each other when you're leaving the parks yeah this is a good recap this is the i call this episode the blacks family version of a christmas carol so we kind of recapped our christmases past at disney talked about this one this year our christmas present i hope our future ones are better than they have been the past few under chapik we shall see i just hope i guess so we we, yeah we'll definitely have to wait and see well thank you for joining us a few final reminders before we sign off if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment you can text us at 636-373-4497 if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote you can text me at 636-373-4497 you can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our Instagram account, yourstorytravel underscore Vicky Black. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish out the latest rumors, news, and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades and More Podcast. Well, guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. Just keep swimming. No capes. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>